Vagina abs to stick. That sounds so awful. Daddy, what's that? Cyborg, I want to no. point out that you can't say the word wolf. You said night wolf before, and it's pissed me off ever since. No beta code. I'm surprised. Not bowing down to the con. That's a paddling. <laughs> hey, Cyrax boy, guess what? Who Personal... the fuck doesn't like Yoshi? <laughs> I don't like Yoshi. <laughs> what the fuck? How do we feel about Tremor? Because I gotta say this. I want to see him come. Yes, but it's because I'm actually peeing in a bucket at the bottom of my seat. So mm. like, ah. Nitara's design. You know, you're saying Nitara again. Oh shit! Thank Just you. let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm on so many drugs at the moment. Great. Glad to hear it. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm done being serious. We can talk about the taste of cock again. If that's what you guys want to. <laughs> Wait. What? This is my fucking ass hanging out. What, bitch? We're not even recording right now. We're not recording, of course not. Wondering. Nobody's gonna listen to this. I hear like the sound of like bolts being loaded into a chamber and like shots being fired. Is it like an air gun? I don't. I'm hearing like Russian roulette, like right up next to the light. What's going on? Yep, definitely taking shots with a rifle. Welcome back, everyone, to the Nethercast, and I am Cyborg, as always, joined by Razor and Shad, and Temp, soon to come. He will join in in the middle of this. We're going to go ahead and get things started now for episode 67. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for checking us out. If you're new to it, hey, hopefully you enjoy yourself. If you're a longtime listener, hey, we value you and everything you do. It's all for you. <laughs> I'm grateful that you've managed to keep your grip on your sanity thus far. Yes, thanks, thanks for, uh, thanks for sticking with us and, uh, you know, surviving. All right, so <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the discussion this week. This week we are going to tackle our overall opinions on the game, talk about some of the strengths, some of the weaknesses, some of the things we'd like to see improved, as well as just in general give our reviews of the game and overall opinions of a lot of the aspects. Last time we covered the story mode, so if you want story discussion, that was in the last episode. As far as character endings, we will get to it. It's like the last on the docket, so if we can get to it, we can get to it. I know there's a lot of kind of stuff in this game to cover, so I'm going to leave that last. That way, if we don't get to it in time for tonight, we can save it till next week and give it its full just due because there's a lot of great character endings. I've I've done about two-thirds of the roster, and I like a lot of the arcade endings in this one. Much, much improved over MKX's endings, which I thought were lackluster. Um, so yeah, we will definitely get to those, so if you're looking forward to those, you may have to wait one more week, we'll have to see, but there's just a lot to discuss, so if that it, if that does end up being the case, we'll give it its own special episode next week, as well as covering Red Hood, I'd imagine, because we're going to get the trailer this Sunday, so... We will have that to cover as well next week. But let's just jump into it. And like I said, Temp will join us here soon. And I know he has a lot to say. So to start things off, let's kind of go over some of the positives and negatives of the game. I wanted to start off, let's talk about one of the big aspects of the game, and that is the gear system. The gear system for me is like, man, it's a love-hate relationship. In one way, I love all the different variety, like the little minute differences, like especially with Ivy and Scarecrow. It's nice that I can have a loadout base specifically on, oh, this is the Scarecrow with a ton of metal all over him, or this is the one with ropes or straps all over him. This is, you know, I can go for themes, basically. They, they definitely put gear items where you can make a character theme out of each loadout. Um, with Ivy, I have ones with a bunch of thorns everywhere. 
or this is the one with a bunch of <laughs> strands or uh, little vines all over, I should say, like embroidery. Um, this is the one with fucking like super decked out over the top. This is the one with minimalistic where she's barely wearing, wearing anything type of stuff. So you can kind of create themes out of that along with the shaders. So I love the variety with gear, but on the negative aspect of gear, it kind of lacks variety at the same time. Like there's a lot of minute variety, but in terms of like giant, like most of the items being different, not so much. A lot of it's very, unless it's epic gear, a lot of it's just little changes that are like, hey, this is the one where Ivy's boots go up to her knees. This is the one where it stops at her calf. This is the one where it goes up to her, um, up above her thigh. You know, like this, like a lot of it's just minor changes like that, which I, I, I appreciate, like I said before, but at the same time, when you're going to have like, when you're going to boast that you have a thousand item over a thousand items per character, obviously that's padded a ton by having a million different versions of like the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you should, you should try and figure out what the difference is between any two things on Cheetah. They all look the goddamn same. <laughs> there's no, there's no really modifying her to have much going on elsewise, except for spikes. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of this one has six ropes well. on her thigh, and this one has seven ropes on her thigh. And the, naming, like, and the naming doesn't help either. A lot of it's just no, generic naming, has, naming. The naming drives me crazy because it has nothing to do with anything. Like, I'll get a mask that says Jay Garrick something something for the Flash, and it's like looks nothing like anything Jay Garrick has ever worn. It's just there as like, it's like they randomly generated a bunch of words. Yeah, and like assign them to details. Yeah, and then the a, a lot of this stuff just detail. looks like it came off of an Excel sheet. Ma Kent's favorite blank. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Ma like these arms? I don't know. <laughs> Special shout outs to Mighty Bruce's favorite whip. <laughs> like that's awesome. Sometimes you get some gems like that that are funny in that sense. But yeah, overall, a lot of the naming either it doesn't describe what it is. Like Scarecrow's, a lot of his are you know rotted, fear, blah 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 blah, tormented etc yeah like i appreciate like, all the all the references in there a lot of it is just so random nice but then you like come across something that's like brainiac has decent pants <laughs> and that's yeah. great <laughs> yeah you do get some gems in there um but overall yeah the naming's kind of rough especially when you get a new item and you don't even know what it looks like you just get the generic uh default logo for what their chest looks like or their pants look like you don't get to actually see what the item looks like until you go into customized character so when you get something you're not even sure how different it is there's oftentimes where i get like a rare or a common and i'm like oh this is one that i don't remember getting before and then i go in there and yeah it looks slightly different but the name did nothing to tell me what to expect and the preview image doesn't preview it at all like i said it's just the generic oh this is what ivy's chest armor looks like so on and so forth and that leads into a bigger complaint is on a white on like on a much bigger scale because that's just kind of minor nitpicking on that front on the naming issue but on an actual more serious issue that i that i feel is when you go to sell something you have no idea what the hell you're selling and when you're capped at like a hundred when you're capped at like 50 at the start and then once you level up your character eventually you can get them up to like a hundred inventory um I want to be able to know what I'm selling. I'm not going to pay attention to all the names. So it yeah, makes it difficult to... when you go into inventory and you're like, oh, what do I got to sell? 
well, now I got to pop back into character creator to even realize what it is I'm selling. So it's it'll... a very, very cumbersome layout of a menu. Yeah, hurts. you got to like memorize or write down the names of the things you want to sell. Why couldn't they just put the sale button in the equip gear part? Exactly. When you're a going. Very unfortunate UI decision. I hope that that's actually patched. Yeah. Yeah that's a quality like that's a lot of my complaints about this game like the overall game as a whole is amazing and i love so many things about it it does the important things right but when it comes to like the little quality of life things that are going to save you time and effort and just things that are logical and smooth and it makes the overall experience you know really well done those are the things that need some help here and the fact that you cannot see what you're selling like razor said what they should do is just when you're going to customize your characters and trying on all the different pieces, there should just be a simple button that says, would you like to sell this piece? Press it and then press it again to confirm and boom, sold. Now you get that back. They need to make that quicker. So yeah, I I don't know why that's not a thing. That's definitely, I mean, at a game in this year, it just seems, it boggles my mind how something like that just isn't the case. So hopefully that's an oversight and that's not a design thing that they chose to do. I, I don't understand why they would choose something like that, because other than it being epic, rare, or common, or something you have equipped, you have absolutely no idea what you're selling. So when I go in there to sell things just to free up some space so I can get some new gear, I just sell all the shit that I'm not wearing that's not rare or epic. And it's not always the case. Sometimes there's some of the common things that actually look good. So I, I Yeah, that's I, a thing. Like An issue that I kind of have is that there's probably too much gear... Oh yeah, And when you consider definitely. the fact that a lot of it really looks alike, there's no... It's very difficult to correlate dressing for stats and equipment versus dressing for style. Like, I have two loadouts per each per, 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 per character. One specifically to set one the way I think looks coolest, and another is just for, like, good stats. Right. It's kind of really... It's really, really tough to get those two in sync, so to speak. It would take a lot a lot of effort and a lot of dedication agreed agreed i i think they obviously well, i mean it's quite obvious why they packed it filled with so much gear and why so much of it looks very similar just with minute changes just to pad the numbers and to add that replayability factor where you got to grind and it's the addiction of unlocking new shit which does work i mean a lot of games do it these days so i can't blame them at all for doing that system but at least have a better interface in being able to sell that stuff off so that way you're not it's not making you waste time and effort and just like ah screw it i'm just gonna sell things i i can't even be bothered to look at what these things are because it honestly takes a lot of time and effort just to do that on, on top of that speaking of gear um the whole mother box system once again that's another thing that just takes up a lot of time when you're purchasing each mother box one by one and you can get like a hundred bronze boxes which is the way to go by the way anybody that isn't aware by now hasn't heard that little tip um the bronze boxes definitely get you abilities and shaders faster you don't get as many epic gear pieces they do come every few boxes you open but i i've get a ton of shaders and a ton of abilities by doing it that way but the unfortunate part is say you have a hundred thousand gold saved up that's 100 boxes you need to open that means that's that many times you need to hold down X or A or whatever. And well, first you got to press Y or triangle to buy the box, then X to hold it down. Then it has to do the animation. Then it does the little orbs coming out. Then it does the little thing where it comes from wireframes to actually seeing what, you know, the names are of the items you're getting in their quality level, so on and so forth. So 
It's just if something it, that takes forever if you're going to grind these things out. If it weren't for the fact that the sound effect is really, really cool, props for them for that, by the way, <laughs> I might get very bored. If you're playing this with music on or doing something else, you're going to get sick of those screens really quick. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, it's just one of those things that, yeah, I don't think they realize. I mean, these are minutes of your day going by just to open up all these. There should be an option to open up several at a time, uh, get rid of the, have an option in the options menu to get rid of the animation. So when you press X, it just automatically shows you this is what you unlocked. Then you're on with your day, like can rinse and repeat. It's just little things like that, that I mean, when you're doing something so often, yeah, it's monotonous, but you, you shouldn't be wasting the player's time on doing things like that when it's such a primary factor of your game. So that's just another little thing that I want to, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of these are going to be nitpicks, but these are little things that can take this amazing game even further just to make it so the players don't feel like they're having to spend so much time on unnecessary parts of the game. Less time in the menus, more time in the game itself. Um, beyond that, uh, it would be nice to be able to trade gear. So, for example, I know Django's really looking for the staff for Robin. I don't have it either. I don't think any of us do. It's supposedly something that's really difficult to get. But say I do get it for some reason. Maybe... I should I should be able to trade it to Django or sell it to Django for credits or something. So something like that should be implemented. There's no reason why friends or at least guild members can't share. If you're in the same guild, you can't like post up like, oh, I got this gear piece. Does anybody want this? I got the shader. Does anybody want this? This is what I want for it in return. Be it like Monopoly where you can ask for money. You can ask for another gear item. I mean, Pokemon has a system where you can put up a Pokemon and have and it's up on like a server and at any point, somebody can go on there and download that Pokemon from you and in return, give you something in return that you specifically state that you need in return. So there's no reason why you can't have something like that implemented. And I know what people are thinking. Well, that's just such a side mode to this game. But I mean, the gear is very prominent in this game and it's a big part of this game. So if you're going to implement such a prominent system, um, you know, you got to offer those kind of options, the ease of use and the ease of getting what you want if somebody else gets it say like i said say i'm playing ivy and nobody else is playing ivy and they get some epic gear that they're never gonna they're never gonna use or they're just gonna sell it anyways why can't i offer something for that person so that way i can get it from them there's it's just one of those things where they want people to play more so they make it so everybody has to get their own shit which definitely is an ideal for the player which i feel is a bad move um Lastly on gear, the only other thing I can think of is the drop rate for like when you're playing a character, you're going to get a lot for that character as long as your character bias is turned on, which I think it is by default in the options menu. So you're going to get a lot for that character just by continually playing matches with the character. You send them through the endless tower or so on and so forth. But with boxes, it definitely can suck like you can open so many bronze boxes and not even get a single item for the character that you actually play. I, I play Ivy and Scarecrow and there's several boxes in a row where I just don't get anything for them. And that's discouraging and kind of sucks. It just feels like you're really grinding for that. I mean, there's still several shaders for Ivy and Scarecrow both that I do not have. And I've put probably over 50 hours in the game at this point. So yeah, that's, that's rough. But well, you know, they set it up the way they do to keep you playing for more. Like if everybody could get everything, if we've only had a game for two weeks, 
You know what I mean? Not even that. It's in a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. You're, we, you're definitely right. Are we sure that like there aren't a lot of shaders out there that might be locked behind multiverse events and whatnot? There's that well, too. The, there is. That there too. are locked ones, but they'll say that you can't buy them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There is ones that you can't purchase with the source crystals. Um, beyond that, it is cool. Speaking of multiverse, it is cool that you can unlock certain gear sets through multiverse. I know they're going to put out an event with the Wonder Woman movie gear, which is awesome. I love the idea of doing events for specific gear items. I I think that's tremendous. I can't like give us a Nightfall Bane outfit or something like that and make that an event. Give us all sorts of events with a lot of these characters. You can do famous comic book gear that they've worn or outfits that they've worn and just put it behind a multiverse event. I think that's a tremendous way to add some replayability and keep people coming back. I know Overwatch does it with holiday events. I hope we get something like that in this game. Get some holiday themed skins for what have you. I think that's really cool. And those are the things I'm all behind since. Um, so it's not all I bad. I mean, there's uh, there's some good stuff. Cool with stuff. The, what's that? Just think it kind of goes without saying that uh, we need to be able to unlock Dark Knight Rises Bane. Yes. And that's not yeah. point everyone. Go over for <laughs> Absolutely. I, I would 100% I would agree. totally. If I could put Bane in the fur collar coat, that would be <laughs> that would be the best. Uh, I've got a long list of characters. You know, just any any Batman sixty six version of a character in this fighting game. Just, well, I, I wanted don't... to talk about how much it bums me out that the gray and blue shader covers the sides of his arms. Why does he have those stripes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost perfect, and then one little detail that just ruins it. Yeah. Some <laughs> Welcome of to being a Transformers fan. That's part of the problem. <laughs> the best with version the... of a character I've ever seen, except for the fact that his head fucking comes off. <laughs> that's part of the problem with the shaders, is a lot of the shaders aren't really designed to capture a specific look of the character. They're just there to represent a color scheme that that character has had. So in the instance of Batman, I know he has ones that are blue, gray, and yellow, but the yellow is like on his hands and stuff. And it's like, that doesn't, that's not Batman. Like <laughs> you need to make it so certain shaders only affect certain parts of specific items, at least for certain gear sets. I can understand that they're not going to go through every single item and make sure that the color looks exactly like this on this item. So well, you can get every do, look perfectly, but all they had to do was make a set of gear where the arms don't have stripes, but also don't have like plates of armor, just right. that it, replaces the texture there's a ton of them for superman where it like adds or removes more grooves from this part or that body parts clothing right batman needs that <laughs> yeah no i agree that's definitely that something was, that you, could you gotta you gotta make a piece plus. of gear that works with the right shader sure to get the right colors. absolutely it's not that hard they just didn't do it <laughs> yeah no i agree um but with that said, like I said, there's there's positive and negatives to this whole thing. I know I'm really happy with a lot of the stuff that Ivy has as well as Scarecrow. They, I'm very happy with the characters. Even, I mean, I'd still like a green skin Ivy as a, a possibility, but even some of her, I don't know if it's the shaders or if it's the, I know some of her, um, the heads she has have like uh, makeup on her face um, and it actually makes her whole like skin, her whole body skin have like a very light tint of green on it which actually looks effective and looks nice but yeah it would be nice um to have more classic looks for some of these characters because some of that's missing like captain cold still for some reason i don't know if anybody's found one with his hood up so hopefully that is there a possibility was, 
Every single goddamn cold head only changes the goggles. He's still got that stupid machine cowl. (laughs) Yeah. Remember, he's not Atrocitus. Because he has two options. Shit demon, doom demon. Yeah. Just saying, it could be worse. That's fine. Atrocitus, I'm okay with Atrocitus looking like that. Because with the right shader and the right gear, he gets pretty close to the comic still. Yeah. I mean, he's he's more, like, spiky and craggy, but he's still, like, shapes are in the right places and colors <laughs> are in the right places. And and there are some characters... Like, my Black Canary looks straight out of the comics right now. It's perfect. And then you've got, like... I haven't unlocked a single flash chest yet where the circle is white. <laughs> I knew it exists, you know, but yeah. Hal Jordan, every Hal Jordan mask is an absolute horror show, except for the... Generic. You've noticed that too, haven't you? My god, something is criminally off. Yeah. All of them just look dorky. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that. I don't. I, I <laughs> noticed the same thing. It just... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just such a, like, a mixed bag, because there's stuff that I'm really, really happy about, and then there's, like, Tron helmets. <laughs> yeah well i mean i guess that's the, the benefit of drawn helmet <laughs> that's the benefit of having so many options i guess is there's bound to be at least one thing you like out of the whole bunch i can't think of a single character where i mean even atrocitus has like you said with the right shader that actually cap captures the black and red that his suit is supposed to have there is a shader that makes it look perfect but he still needs some better armor to kind of do that. But you can get close. You can get close with some slim down armor that's less fire rocky and lava rocky. But yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, moving on to guilds. I did want to talk about guilds briefly as well. The guilds are awesome. I love they're so much better than faction, but like the whole faction system 100% better in my opinion. There's so many things right about guilds. I love the community. The one biggest complaint I have about them right now is man, you got to raise that cap. Like 50 people is not a lot for a community. I don't care if you're test your might, if you're other you like other YouTubers or Reddit or whatever. 50 people is not a lot. I could understand 100 being a cap. That that seems like a healthy number. And if you have people beyond that, start another guild at that point but i mean 50 people i mean that filled up both on ps4 and xbox one for us pretty darn quick and we aren't the biggest community out there by any stretch of the imagination um yet we filled up and 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 every time and it's not that we just filled up every time we get one person that either leaves or what have you accidentally leaves i've had people give send messages like hey i accidentally left or whatever the case is i think people are just leaving guilds so that way they can go to other guilds and get more like diamond boxes and shit like that, which I'm completely in favor for. I I would do it too if I was part of somebody else's guild and I wasn't leading the fucking thing. So if you guys, that's a tip for you guys too. If you ever want to leave the guild to go get more shit from other people's guilds, go for it because that's a nice benefit, especially with the boss battle. But uh, fucking the, the guild system, every time somebody leaves, we get like seven new invites of people trying to join. So... Yeah, it sucks to have to turn people down or tell people no. I mean, what do you do in that situation? We could go and create another one, but then we're splitting our community, especially each other. Like, I want all the Nethercast 
members in the same guild so that way when we play together we get we're benefiting from helping out or helping each other out or if we want to do boss fights we can do it together but at the same time it sucks to leave people in the community out of it so here's hoping they raise it to at least 100 and that would be fantastic i mean if the cases if it's an issue of oh the challenges would be completed too easily with that many people just raise what you need for a challenge i mean it's it's all things that they can adjust on their end um other things i want to mention the multiverse boss fight is fantastic for the guild it's not back this time which is incredibly frustrating it's not there this week it was there last week but they mixed it up with this week and made it so you can fight the boss solo and see how much damage you do collectively as a guild to see what box you get that's not nearly as cool. Yeah, That's we have, like the, those, were, um, those were in MKX. Yeah. Those were how we did the battles in that. Now, I like the first way a lot better. Oh, where yeah. you connect win as a team. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. <laughs> and I want to see that back. That should be a normal thing. That sh- I don't care if it's like an additional boss battle to what they normally have. That should always be an option because that brings the guild together. And that was a whole lot of fun. So definitely bring that back. I want to see that back. That's a nice way to replace like team battle to get your cooperative elements in. The guild system in general is a nice way to co-op with your team. I love the chat. Uh, you guys are posting some great funny shit. Shadowloo's always posting fucking hilarious things in there. Um, <laughs> and keeping I can't the... believe it took like a week for you people to realize why it was MRTA. Oh, I, I noticed it right away. Yeah, I, I noticed, noticed right away too. <laughs> Martha. I was expecting what comments like that name. <laughs> um so yeah, that that's great stuff, and I like that we're all trying to work towards the challenges as well as the multiverse events themselves. I think that's a great team dynamic. Um, that pretty much covers it for guilds, and it's it's just, yeah, it's fun as a community to do that. So that's something that should have been advertising, and I'd love to see as much effort as they're putting in the gear system. I'd love to see a bit more of that effort put into the guild system so we can get even more emphasis put on the teamwork and the cooperative community effort. I think that's fantastic. And so far, it looks to be success. I mean, there's hundreds of guilds out there, so that that's great. I'm glad to see that. Um, next up on the docket is ranked matchmaking. I mean, the travesty that is ranked matchmaking. This is a complaint that I've always had about Netherrealm games. Their ranked matchmaking doesn't really match you up against skill. I've complained about this in the past, but they they once again, it seems like, and I'm only saying it seems like because I'm not wasting my time on it. I did one ranked match to get a challenge completed one day other than that i have not done a single ranked match beyond that one and there's a reason for it is because one you get mixed with the most toxic of people that are super fucking shitty i mean we had our own story in our facebook group of somebody that apparently tried to hack or no they did hack the person all because he beat their asses in a king of the hill shout out to whale and wale or however the hell you say your name bud honestly um yeah get a grip on reality it's disgusting like he said that first they were talking trash to him before he ever even went up like before it was even his turn in the king of the hill then it is his turn in the king of the hill he beats all their asses they can say he's cheating so on and so forth he does it again beats him again and then the guy sends him a message saying yeah uh beware of what's coming or you know bad things might happen or some bs like cryptic bullshit and then he ends up getting hacked and he kind of baits the guy into admitting that it was him that hacked him and then yeah he copies all of that sends it to the playstation hopefully the guy got banned it seemed like he said he did and yeah that's just disgusting behavior i can't even fathom why somebody would take shit that seriously 
to a random fucking stranger of all fucking people. Like, who gives a shit? But yeah, that is why I do not touch ranked or usually play against randoms like that because one, it sucks because of the you run into the shittiest people. But two, it's not even matched up on skill level. You ranked commonly for me is you're either getting your shit not you're getting your shit rocked or you're rocking somebody else's shit. It is not matched up based on skill. You can face in MK9 and MKX it was the same. You can face somebody that has 3000 games played when you've only had like 10 games played. Like that is not a me- a measure of skill. It's just that is not good matchmaking. Matchmaking is supposed to be based on ranks and you rank up the better you get so that way you're facing the people that are at your level. It's no fair that you're just facing a random pool of people. So that that I don't know why they haven't been able to fix that. Games like Halo and Call of Duty, so on and so forth. Shooter games, you match up based on skill level. That's always been a thing, so I don't know why Netherrealm can't get it for a one-on-one fighter. Um, so that's a shame to see that. Uh, I just want to go on a mini rant about that because, yeah, I just, I have no... It's just a shame that it's like that, I guess. Um... Do you guys have anything to add to that? No, you pretty much hit it all. I don't play people online because I don't like people. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really do ranked ever. Like, I did ranked in X because they made a costume link to it, so you had to, but yeah. fuck it. Yeah, and there's also the issue of... There's also the rank. issue of ranked is just a one match. I mean, it doesn't... I guess it's not the best determination of skill when you're doing a single match against each other and then it's on to the next person. To me, a skill skill is better defined when you're doing a set with somebody and you can feel that matchup out, not just, oh, I'm facing an Atrocitus for the first time or I'm facing this character that I've barely played against. Let's see what you can do with them for the, you know, catch me off guard with all your shenanigans for the first time. A set determines better because then you can get used to their patterns and then you can adjust accordingly. That determines a better player than somebody that managed to eke out a victory just because they got some sort of fucking crazy mix-up combo that somebody's not used to seeing ever. So, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of that system. It's there. I mean, if you are, that's great for you. I'm happy for you. I'm not, like, discrediting you. But at the same point, it's just I wish the whole system was better from top to bottom on that front. But, I mean, I don't really care too much about ranks, so I'm not going to go on about it. Um, Going on to more, just like pure positivity, the stages in this game are absolutely phenomenal. I love the stages in this game. They look so beautiful. The transitions uh, are great, and, oh, it's just good. I kind of want to live in Kandak. It's pretty. (laughs) Yeah, so many of them are beautiful. It's always sunset there. That's why it's it's always the magic hour. (laughs) Even stages that I'm like... I've getting I've grown tired of over the years. Like, yeah, we've seen Arkham Asylum a million times. We've seen the Batcave a million times. We've seen the Fortress of Solitude forever. Like, those all look fantastic in this game. They've managed to make all of them interesting again, and they've added some other amazing ones like Gorilla City. Uh, they just look so beautiful. Like you said, Kondok and as well as the Swamp. Just the lighting on the stages. Everything about the stages just so damn beautiful so i want to give them huge props on the stages i would not change a thing they look phenomenal if only if oh i guess if i could change one thing is i wish all of them had transitions because so many of the locales are great um joker's playhouse or playhouse fuck it's like a strip club joker's whatever (laughs) playground or whatever the hell it's called yeah (laughs) that just sounds like a fucking 
park, but um, I just call it the Killing Joke Park. There you go. Well, it is. It is a park. It yes. is a theme park. Yes. <laughs> and I wish that had transitions. How great would it be going through the tunnel of love or something like oh, that, that as a transition? Great. So there's a lot of missed opportunities there. But yeah, I, the stages are phenomenal. So kudos to them. They've just really rocked that. And then a you know a uh, natural uh, segue from the stages is just the models and everything look good in this game the the models of these characters from poison ivy to harley to scarecrow they look so damn good aquaman fuck so many people like characters in this game look so damn well done especially the facial animations which we touched about in the story just they look really really good the best models they've ever done by far in my opinion harley is waifu waifu for life it just yeah pretty they, much <laughs> i i mean remember to have just one waifu because too many waifu will destroy your waifu i mean the facial animations are some of the <laughs> best i've seen in games in general and that's saying something coming from a fighting game who would have thought the fighting a fighting game would have some of the best facial animations you've ever seen uh this game is i mean bioware should be committing suicide right now <laughs> looking at what's happening <laughs> <with> this game <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know what the hell Kate got into them, but holy fuck, they just really stepped up their game. I can tell you what got into them. Like, a decade of, why does Katana look like a man? (laughs) Yeah, What's wrong with this hair? (laughs) What did you do to Raven, you bastards? (laughs) You could grate cheese on her jawline, so on, so forth, every day, each and every day, every release, every batch. They heard (laughs) the complaints. They had something to prove going into this, and I think that based on our reaction right now and almost everyone's reaction, it's, you know, you you see particular mention of how good the faces look in reviews for this game, and that is saying a lot. So, you know, it's been said before, but fucking kudos, because they finally nailed, they nailed faces. Totally. Right. It sounds like we got temp in here, and um, I just want to get you up to speed here. So far, we've covered gear, um, the variety of it, selling of it, drop rate, trading it, etc., as well as okay. guilds, I covered like the cap being too low, the multiverse fights being a lot of fun, and hopefully the boss fights are more of a mainstay thing, and just the, the kudos part of the guild. Um, we've covered ranked being shit and not worth people's time, and that they need to improve that for many reasons. Um, stages. Oh, interesting. I wasn't aware of that sentiment. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly neutral on rank, but that that's the one thing I haven't heard yet. Well, here was my complaint was that once again, it's not really you're not matched up based on skill. I mean, you can face somebody that's had 2000 matches when you're on your 10th match, so on and so forth, because I mean, that's how they've always done it. So it just seems like. I don't know, I just and I also don't agree that it should be one fight. Those are my two biggest uh, complaints. OK, interesting. But now you're pretty much up to speed. We were just talking about how nice the models looked as well as the stages looked. So go ahead and take it over because I know you had your own kind of laundry list. That was my only, those were my main topics I wanted to get to tonight and we pretty much covered that. So now I figure you'll take us more into gameplay, which I wanted to discuss too, but go for it. Kind of lead the discussion. Let's start positive because you're right. I have a legit laundry list. There's a lot of stuff to go over. Here's what I think is good about the game. Um, My biggest by far a complaint for mkx was the 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 offense is overly simplistic you really all you want to do is go in possibly get a block string 
or you get a down four to get some sort of advantage or some sort of momentum going and then set up a 50-50. That was like 80% of the characters in MKX. And I don't think MKX is a bad game. Like, that can be interesting. But at the end of the day, to me, it's just, it's very sophisticated. Let me put it this way. If Street Fighter is sophisticated chess uh, with, with spatial options, then MKX is sophisticated rock, scissors, paper with spatial options. And that just wasn't for me. I never wanted that kind of game. Injustice. I mean, there's still 50-50s. There's still mix-ups. There's still a lot of cheap stuff, but the decision-making is so much more advanced than it was in MKX. There are so many more options with so many more characters. Uh, And the game just feels better. Uh, I, I feel like I have options at every spacing because unlike MKX, you know, I don't have to worry about run all the time. No, there's other stuff that I have to worry about. But if I get hit by Deadshot full screen, it, it's not a it's not a full combo. It's not like, you know, I was waiting outside of a mid-range against Devora and all of a sudden bugs. Now I'm losing 30% of my life. I don't it's that kind of stuff. It's there, but it fits properly in its place, in my opinion. The game just feels really good. And I, I haven't played a character that I didn't like. I played characters I didn't gel with, where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can make this work yet. But all the characters feel really good. I love the game. I love the game a lot. Like, that's an understatement. So, yes, we are going to do some nitpicking and tearing apart some of the things that we wish could be improved naturally. But just so everyone's clear, I think we're all of the same sentiment that this game is fantastic and we're going to get into some of the awesome gameplay elements that it offers. But at the same time, we got to point out the thing improved as well because for the overall health of the game and just certain certain issues need to be addressed for sure so don't think of us as shitting on it we're overwhelmingly positive but with positives there are some weaknesses that need to be worked on so um i would do want to piggyback on what you said that the game feels amazing i love i love so many aspects about the gameplay i've never had more fun with footsies than i have in this game and granted, I didn't really get footsies and understand footsies until way into NKX with Katana when I finally got things rolling with her. But at the same time, like things just really feel good in this game. Every like you said, every decision counts. I mean, there's certain times where you're watching somebody's combo and you purposely just get yourself an inch away. So that way you can jump in at the right time to start your oh, yeah. combo. And there's just a really nice footsie game. I feel like with a lot of the characters, as far as characters uh, feeling, yeah, I completely agree. There's certain characters that I'm not like didn't gel well with me. Um, Ivy, my main, definitely did not feel right at first. It took some work, but once when I got that down and I understood how the best way to approach her was so far for me at least, I don't know if I've ever had more fun with a character. I mean, obviously, I have a ton of fun with Katana, but. Right now, Ivy just feels amazing to me from top to bottom, and her gameplay is a ton of fun. Scarecrow is the same. I picked up Scarecrow way quicker than I ever picked up any character. I played him for... I watched a combo video, and that's what kind of led me to like, hey, I'll give this character a try, because, I mean, I wanted to try him anyways. He was going to be my number three, so I figured, heck, why not give him a try now? Went into training, looked up a combo video, started practicing his combos, and it felt so natural right out of the gate. I had him learned within like an hour, and yeah, I've, I was actually doing pretty decent with him. So he's he's a character unlike anything that I've ever played. Doesn't have any real zoning options. He just has really good, you know, he, he has a lot of reach, obviously, with his chain on his normals. 
especially his back three and his back four are his forward three. Um, so it, and a lot of his normals go like dive forward and stuff like that. So you got a lot of long reach with those and a sweep, especially. Um, so yeah, it's just an interesting footsie character with him, and I'm having a I kind of want to like. Him. I kind of want to like give him the bird, and by that I mean give him the actual projectile. Something I was actually considering was that we should make maybe like loadouts for our matches where we don't have to turn off our stats to avoid bodying each other, but we just leave them bare and equip abilities. Yeah, no, I think I was thinking of that definitely because I'd like Scarecrow, but I, I zoning is much more my my playstyle. Like that's kind of the only place where Scarecrow really falls short for me. I, I feel like if if I just if I can play him with that crow projectile, then I'll be. I'll, I'll have a much, I'll have a playstyle much, much more suited to what I'm typically used to going into. And I, I just have that situation with a few characters too. I do kind of wish that they would fix his teleport. It's worth looking at. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the teleport's crap, but there's better out there. It's, it's dark too side. Slow. I said this. I, I said this while we were playing like earlier last week that I don't understand why anybody would have a Raiden teleport that's not instant. Because, like, for years I always thought, like, doing Raiden's teleport was a waste of time because it comes out so slow, you're just going to get punched anyway. I want to be able to immediately jump into a combo before the opponent can react. That's why I'm teleporting. Yeah, like, I've had moments where I've read projectiles successfully, and I I, I whip up that teleport out of the gate, and it's still not fast enough. You've got to be virtually psychic to actually use that teleport against a projectile spammer effectively. Or it's got to be, like, against a really, really long, drawn-out EX um, leader burned. Yeah, that's that's one of my, um... That's one of the things that's been frustrating for me so far, and it's it's probably my own fault for not, like, knowing anything about frame data. But I always feel like if I... If I'm trying to punish, and they can still hit me first, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the point of, mm. like... Blocking or dodging is so now I can get you. But if you can throw out a thing and then punch me before I punch you, I don't. That feels like something's off with the game to me. <laughs> can you give an example? Because I, um, I think I'm following I, you, but I don't know. It happened a lot while we were playing. I can't remember like a specific. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we'd need a specific example to kind of understand why it is that way. But I know exactly what you're referencing because I I have played a lot of Scarecrow at this point, and that's. Essentially, you you see somebody about to throw a projectile. You know they're going to do it. So right as they're doing their stimes for the projectile, you... And this is obviously based on which character, because different characters have different startup on their... Startup and recovery on their uh, projectiles. But if you get a character with a fast enough projectile that you're going up against and you're full screen, as soon as you start that teleport and they do their projectile at the same time, that teleport is unlikely to get you a combo because, yeah, I've had times... I don't know which characters. I know there's been times where I've successfully Super done the cool. teleport. Like Green Lantern, I've done the teleport successfully on if you read that they're about to do a projectile. But you're right. You need to have, you need to go before they even really start it. You need to go at the point where you know they're going to do it. You know they're not going to back away just by seeing you go for that animation. But at the same time, the teleport kind of sucks uh, to a degree just because there's often times where I'll go to teleport and the projectile that they're throwing at me still hits me. Because I do it right as they're doing a startup, but the projectile is so quick, and you're not really invisible when you go into the teleport. At least Scarecrow's teleport. When you go into Scarecrow's teleport, you'll be completely enveloped in that green smoke, 
And if the green smoke hasn't started appearing on the other side of the character, like it's still where you started the teleport, if there's a low projectile coming at you, you still technically get hit by it and it stops your teleport. That, that to me is the frustrating part is there's so many things that can stop that teleport, even though you've already, it feels like at least the startup on it should go, should go quicker. I can, so that way you're not being punished just for starting it. Like I said, I, I don't think it's crap. I don't think they meant to be crap, but I believe that this was done intentionally in consideration of all the horrible things that Scarecrow can do when he gets in close to you and the amount of meat, the amount of potential damage he can get off of one combo. If you make that teleport too fast, like dark side speed, you're running some risks. Yeah, but definitely. I just think it needs to be a bit faster. Yeah, just a bit. I agree with that. I, I wouldn't want it changed too much to be. I wouldn't want it to be too good because obviously then you're running into a huge fucking problem with this character and you are going to break him if it's too good. But I agree a couple frames faster, at least on startup for God's sake. So that way, yeah, they might be waiting for me on the other side, but for God's sakes, I shouldn't be getting zoned out when I try and teleport at the same time. That's the thing that frustrates me. But um, I just, before we go back to temp to lead the conversation, I do want to say on your thoughts on abilities, that's definitely the plan is for us all to eventually, when we all get to a point where we've played this enough to have the ability to basically, we can all get a loadout gear. Like we can all get a set of gear that's so minimal in terms of stats. And you can even transform the gear to look like the gear that you want it to, but have shit ass stats. So that way the stats are a non-factor and still be able to use abilities. So I think once we've all played the characters enough to where we have everything we want from the character, that's going to start happening. Because I definitely agree with you. There's no character that comes to mind that I'm like, I have to have this ability. But we know Django's using that damn staff. So you got to play abilities eventually against Django. Because um, that's just, that's what he wants to do. And I'm not going to deny him of that. Um, but secondly, there are certain things so far, there definitely is certain abilities where it's like, man, it would be nice to have that. In case in point for me, Ivy, I just want the slide purely to have a wake up. Not because I f over feel the need to have a slide or the feel the need to have abilities or additional moves. I think she plays great as is. But it'd be nice to at least have something to fall back on when I feel like as soon as I get up, I'm getting my ass handed to me. But For Ivy, the yeah. thing that I don't quite understand is her total inability to move when she's in that bolo stance. Oh, God, yeah. I mean... Yeah, like, I, I understand restricting the movement, but, like, a little slow forward double tap or double tap back would be really helpful there. And considering how fucking awkward it is to just, I don't know, being in the heat of battle and pressing up to get out of the stance if you feel like you need to leave it in a hurry, I don't know, man. I agree with That's you there. That's one like, of the things that actually prevented me from, from giving her a shot. I'm like, that is awkward. That's... That's locking a very useful tool set behind a very, very big ha potential handicap there. Yeah, I barely use it because of that reason, because I, I purposely have to go out of my way to just be like, OK, I have my opponent in a certain spot. I can I haven't used it a lot, so they might not be expecting it. So I'm going to go for the stance and then go for a low ball and chain move yo-yo thing, because that's that's the only time it's really proven useful for me so far is to catch somebody off guard when they're coming in towards me. That's really the only way I can make it worthwhile. And then I'm struggling to remember to press up to get the fuck out of it. So that way, like, I'll be in that stance and then there's common times where somebody's coming at me or they're throwing a projectile at me and I just can't, fa like, I just can't press up fast enough. <laughs> Even though it's really quick to cancel out of, but it's the fact that you have to press up. You can't press left, can't press right, you can't go forward or backward or even dash out of it. Like, give me a dash, give me something. I agree with you that 
I don't think Ivy needs much. I think she's already good as is, but that is one thing on her moveset that would be nice is at least be able to dash out of it or, like you said, walk very slowly forward or something. Give me some sort of movement capability with that. That would be nice, but because that, that definitely feels like an unused part of her moveset where it's really going to take a lot of time to master really understanding how to use it. Um, but anyways, Temp, you were saying? Um, well, while y'all were talking, I actually went into the game and looked at Scarecrow's frame data. And it's, it's startup is literally one frame. Now, don't pay any attention to that because that doesn't pay any attention to the duration frames. Uh, but it's basically 49 frames of recovery. Uh, so, in my opinion, I'm going to say no on buffing the teleport. Not, I mean, I think he'd probably be fine if he buffed it, but I don't think it's meant to be used defensively. I think it's meant to get him out of the corner. Now, whether that makes it useful or not, I mean, if you're in the corner, his 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 meter burn forward three is so good. It covers such a large hitbox. I don't. I think the teleport might be redundant. Well, you can't um, get out of a corner with that, anyways. Like I said, if anybody does any damage to you while you're during that, not maybe not the startup, but the uh, what what do you call it? The actual frames that are taking to do it. Yeah, the duration frames the duration. is what I call them. They don't okay. really have an official name. So the duration frames, I'm almost positive that when you when you do that teleport, if you get hit during the duration frames where you were standing, it, it knocks you out of it and you don't get that teleport. I, I mean, we'd have to go into practice to kind of test that theory, but I know in if somebody's corner pressuring me with like rushdown, I'm not getting out of that okay. corner using that fucking teleport. Not at all. Unless it has like a meter burn with armor that I'm not aware of. I'm not getting out of that. No, corner. I don't think it does. If it does, I don't see it. So yeah, I'm not. I, you're not making it out of the corner with that. I I think you're right in that you're much better off with a meter burn back three or forward three or whatever, or even the the upward the upward blast of fear gas, a little slash up in the air. Well, I think it is an anti wake up tool possibly as well. But I, again, I mean, it depends on the distance because it depends on the mid range. It depends on your speed because it, it may work to mess up their inputs, but I don't know, 50 seconds is a long time. I guess it depends on how long it takes them to get on the other side of the opponent. But um, I don't know. I, I, I personally think Scarecrow is a very good character. I, I'll save a lot of my character reviews for the Warrior Shrine. Um, the only characters I'm going to go over today are Blue Beetle, and I, I kind of have to go over Deadshot. I don't really have a choice. Um, but uh, I guess, do y'all want to start the laundry list problems? Do y'all want to go over the bad stuff? I mean, or... if you got yeah, if you got stuff to list off, go for it. Okay, I'll try to make this quick, too. Um, I don't know if this is the biggest problem, but definitely the most prominent is uh, inputs are not... I don't like how this game treats inputs. It, this is kind of... Uh, I've a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I agree. I, it, and I, I can give examples as well. Uh, there's two problems I have. One, you can't use... If you want to use alternate controls, you have to get rid of your back forward inputs, which just creates a larger margin of error. And I resent that because I, I used exclusively alternate controls in Injustice 1 to reduce input leniency, and it just it just it, it creates a greater margin of error when you're trying to do cancels. I mean, I, I main rows in Street Fighter 4, so half circles are no stranger. I, I get that shit, but I just, this is a big example of just NRS not talking to the arcade stick community. They're not talking to us. No, no arcade stick user likes half circle inputs. No in the history of anything. No one has liked half circle. But anyway, the problem is even when you turn off negative edge, you're still getting negative edge. That's the problem everyone's having. And this is tested. This is not because I know they say if you perceive a bug in the game, 
the more likely scenarios your brain is just not processing the information of what's on the screen. Uh, that is not true here. I tested it. I went to train mode with Wonder Woman. And what I did was I did 2-2 two, two very quickly, and then I inputted back forward. And with, with the negative edge turned off, I was getting shield. Now, I think the game is right. I think negative edge is turned off. My theory, and I could be wrong about this, but I think what's happening is the game processes button inputs at a different speed as directional inputs. So even though negative edge is off, it's processing my directional inputs faster than it's processing the second two that I tapped, no matter how fast I tap it. So I get another shield. And, and again, I've tested this. This is not controversial. I mean, if you disagree, show me. But I, I don't think this is up for debate. The inputs are a little jacked up. And, it, and you just, it, it's, oh God, especially if you don't have alternate controls on, it can really be death. Like getting an unintentional forward shot with Deathstroke is awful. It just, it's, it's a problem. And, and every character has something like that so you mean far. Deathstroke. Yeah. Oh no, I'm a, did I say what I said? I say? Did you say Deathstroke? I think he said Deathstroke. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I actually met Captain Cold. Okay. My bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, Captain Cold, I was using that character, I was getting so many accidental upshots, and all I was doing was going from down one on advantage, and then going to forward three, and I'm like, what the fuck, oh no, not forward three, uh, forward two, or no, maybe I was, I might have been doing down, I don't know, I haven't used that character in a few days, but, so that that's problem number one, before I go into problem number two, does anyone have any comments they want to add? Uh, I mean, I agree, I mean, there's, I mean, that's, that's long for me, I mean, even in MK, like, there was several times where... I'm pressing buttons and I'm getting a special that I did not want out of it just because the last button I'm pressing is like a back three or something and they have something that's down back three. So just shit like that happens a lot for me. So, I mean, that's happening to me in this game, but there's other janky things and I'm sure you'll get to it. I mean, like, like I've said to you, I mean, there's, there was in one match where it was my scarecrow versus your green lantern and I was jumping, I was doing his jumping two at you and you were doing like a jumping three or a kick or whatever in the air. And I was, we were good, like five feet apart. My chain hit your leg yet. You hit me. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> we were several feet apart, but your leg hit my chain and somehow I got damaged from it and knocked back. So there are some weird glitchy, janky things like that, that definitely happen. I mean, that's beyond the inputs, but there is some jank going on there. I just, yeah, I would like that- to get across my absolute hatred for up and any direction in the middle of combos. Yeah, that too. Up and any button. Fuck, is that ever irritating? It feels counterintuitive. Yeah, I agree with and that. Some of the timing that's required for us, it's, it is just damn awkward, and I'm glad that, I'm glad that Scarecrow at the very least doesn't seem to have a lot of that going on. I don't remember if he has any. I don't recall any. Up and, some great- yeah, I can't think of anything where he needs to press up and any button to do a combo. It's just so fucking awkward. That aside, ugh. No real complaints. Yeah, che- attempts- as far as I'm aware, Cheetah has a lot of that going on. I remember when I was looking at some of her combos to potentially play her, and a lot of her shit's like back plus one, then up plus two, then forward plus three is like one of her combo strings. Obviously, I'm making that up, but I know there was like three buttons in a row where you got to press a different direction, one of them being up and yeah that gets really fucking awkward as hell to do i mean speaking of button combinations for certain things all the command grabs for the most part being three buttons usually down back forward and then a button in itself is fucking awkward but yeah i'm very at least glad that we're not tech in here where it's like 
two top buttons and then like two sh- two off to the side. And there's a reason I never played King again after like the first five or six times. Cause fuck that shit. Worse than Jax's grabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like you would literally have to play DDR with your hands to get a full King like breaker on the ground combo. No one it's, should have. To uh, it was a mouse. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. All right, cool. Problem number two for me, and and this is going to be a, a lot. Some of these are going to be philosophical differences. A lot of them aren't actually like programming issues. Uh, for me, I, I still have a problem with, with it. This is a classic, like vintage NRS problem. It's still not always clear when you're out of recovery frames. There's a lot of moves and animations where it looks like your your, your character is back in neutral stance, and you're not. You're still in recovery. I don't know how many times I've done forward two three with a character, and I just got forward three, and that's a that's that's an instant drop of a combo because a forward three is like thirty frames startup. So if you're trying to combo, then yeah, that's done, that's over. Um, I just hate that. I, I feel like I feel like there's so many times in NetherRealm games where the 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 visuals don't communicate the proper gameplay data. Um, like Scarecrow's cross-up. I'm like, how the fuck did that cross me up? There's things like that. It's not just a duration frame. I just feel like visually the games don't communicate all the available data. There's things that hit, like throws. Sometimes like my character model will touch your character model, and yet somehow the throw still whiffed. I don't understand that. That's oh, weird yeah. to me. That was one of my complaints in the beta. Oh, yeah. You remember I mean, everybody that? Everybody has like T-Rex <laughs> arms whenever you're trying to throw, and yeah. it doesn't make You gotta be right on top <laughs> yeah. of the character. Your, your hands will go through their face and not throw them it's yeah that's frustrating Thank if we are not i i hate the hitbox on throws so much and as far as <laughs> i don't get it and as far as like not visually representing the neutral stance i'm com- are back to recovered i completely agree with that i mean that's not something i think about but when i'm playing that is something i struggle with oftentimes is i don't know when i can do moves again like there's even certain combos where you have to wait for a specific part in the combo to enter the next part of the combo like bane i was experiencing that when i was trying to learn bane he you know you got that one where you got to hold down after down two and you got to hold down to keep him closer to you like you have to wait for a very specific part in the combo to press down back two to do the hit up into the air otherwise if you do it too soon it doesn't count if you do it too late it doesn't count so you gotta be right on point with that um speaking though of visually not like when you can do things the after the one of the person's life bars is gone and you can like start the next round or whatever you want to call it that isn't visually thank you yes i didn't write that down either go on that is not visually indicated like i'm just like i'm already like mashing directions just to be able to see when my character can actually move like i need to like step in a direction so i'm com- constantly waiting pressing left or right just to know when i can do something because there's no there's no fight. There's no visual indicator. And we all play with our sound down to a point because we don't want it blaring through our microphones for other people to hear. So we play with it down so you can't hear the little very soft begin, you know, in between rounds. So that's missed. So you really got to, like, guess when you can start the next round, which... Well, even when they say begin, there's still, like, another good, like, 40 frames of delay. Like, in a in a fucking fighting game based on buffering your shit, you would think they'd give you some sort of visual indicator. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up, because I forgot about that. That That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, that one's frustrating. Give us a fight. Give us starts. Whatever the hell you want to say, why not put words on the screen, like, in Mortal Kombat? Like, I get... 
trying to make things look different, but that's just one of those things that it's not about looking different. That's just about that. That just makes sense. It helps. It helps the game. It helps the gameplay. Yeah. Or at least fire the NPR guy. They got to do the voices for the fucking announcers. So yeah. yeah. Scream in my ear when it's time to start. Like I, I can't know no, soon like enough that, when I can do something. Why, why is injustice narrated by a computer every time? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I get that it's supposed to be Brother I, but it's still boring as hell. It's not hype. No, it's like, not at least hype. with a female twist? I will, honestly take, I will honestly take this over, like, Capcom versus SNK2, where the announcer didn't fucking shut up through the entire <laughs> thing. If there is one thing that I'm not a fan of, it's, it's the current trend of, like, in-game, in-fight, background audience commentators. Like, I'm watching eSports or some shit. Shut up. I want to hear the people yelling at each other, cursing at each other as they fight each other. I want to hear the stage music. I don't want color commentary. I agree with that. Shut that up. Can get old I will fast. take. Yeah. I will take Brother Eye. I seriously will. But some text would be nice. Otherwise, no cop. No, no complaints along those lines. But I mean, those two things don't go hand in hand. You can have an announcer that announces yeah. the damn the start of the match and not doesn't say a damn word until the match is over. I why not have I mean you have they have uh, a long running like tradition of having like the main bad guy as the announcer they didn't in Justice One and a lot of people they, did they not like that. that MK4 man they haven't done that since then well give us fucking Which Brainiac like, give us Brainiac as the damn I don't announcer. know that'd man. be fantastic or Darkseid or it's something. a good voice but I don't know if it's a good voice for announcing fights with it doesn't have that certain je ne sais quoi je ne sais what. <laughs> Blah. Blah. Okay. Blah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I can see that. Either way, I, I still think we need a better announcer than... Wh whether you want to just, like, raise or hit it on the head, it's not hype. This is something we've complained about before. We complained about when it was shown off in trailers and gameplay videos, and yet here it still remains. It was a complaint after Injustice 1. So clearly they're a fan of it. I don't know why, but why I just, can't we get guys, I just figured it out. We need Terrence Stamp. We need Terrence Stamp to tell them to fight. It doesn't matter who wins, they all have to kneel to Zod. That guy's got a voice for fight. I didn't know who that was at first. I didn't think about it. Just picture it. Round one. Fight! Or get, get Atrocitus to just yell, Hal Jordan! Every time the round starts. It should be, be Atrocitus. Okay that would be perfect. Yeah, trust this. Would <laughs> that would be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, next up on the docket. Yeah, um, and th again, this is a philosophical difference. Uh, intelligent people can disagree on this, but I personally really don't like this. Uh, a lot of chain combos have gaps. And these are not just armor through gaps. You can down one a lot of these gaps. Um, yeah, you can. I don't oh, like this at all. Okay, you, What's up? you know what that shit goes back to? That shit goes back to goddamn MK3. Or for I some fuck-ass reason. Yeah, seriously. For some fuck-ass reason. There, there, are, there are a couple of characters. I don't remember why. Like, I'm pretty sure that Melina was one of them in UMK3. Like, you could just do this auto-combo, and, like, she'd have two kicks, and there'd be... If, if you were playing the AI, it was getting blocked midway. There are certain combos you should just not use, because they weren't viable. As fucking dial-a-combos. Weirdest shit. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's. I'm going to look into that because 
because that, that dates the problem back further than I thought then. Although, I'm not against this in principle. If you have a good chain, I can understand. A great example is Green Lantern. His back 1-3 has a gap. Well, that's one of the best footsie chain combos in the game. I, I, I get it that that probably should have a gap. Why does Wonder Woman's 2-2-3 have a fucking gap? That does just... It doesn't make sense to me, and I get that they're trying to improve defensive options, which MKX got slammed on. A lot of the community thought MKX didn't have very strong defensive options, but it just when you add gaps to chain combos, and it looks and for arbitrary reasons when it's not clear why, it doesn't add depth to the game. It adds guessing games. Guessing games never create depth, in my opinion. They only create randomness. They create arbitrary guesses. I don't like that. I don't think you ever make your game more sophisticated when you do that shit. Um, but again, if these chain combos are like really good, I get it. Who the fuck is chanting behind Beatles 111? Why the fuck does that high starting string have a fucking gap? It makes no sense to me. Who is trying to confirm a high into a mid into anything with Beatle? I just, I don't understand it. Um, so, and the worst part is... The game, again, is not transparent about this. There's nothing in the menus that communicate what strings have gaps and what strings do not. So you really have to go into training mode and program a character to do all their strings and then try to backdash between every input. It's just, it's the worst part of fighting games. It's just, it's grunt work. You're not, I don't feel like I'm excelling. I feel like I'm gaining knowledge that should have already been in the menus anyway. Thoughts? No, yeah, I think. Everything you're saying so far, I think we're all in agreement with. So, I, I certainly don't think it makes the game better. And I feel like, like I said, if the chain combos were better, maybe I can get behind this. I'm like, okay, increased defensive options. There's a balance here. Uh, again, some of these chain combos are ass, and some of them are only good on jumping. So I just, I don't know. Random complaint real quick that I want to throw in. Sure, definitely. Um, so I'm watching the AI fight because obviously I'm going to make use of this time to <laughs> try and get Scarecrow gear <laughs> and have my AI Scarecrow fight in the Endless Tower to hopefully get more gear. Uh, still looking I'm for that. I'm Joker right now. Still looking for Plague Doctor mask. Um, either way, I'm, I'm noticing Ivy and she's doing that. She has the yo-yo out and she did her meter burn and it's swinging all the way around her. She just keeps swinging it as her meter burn. Why? Like Scarecrow teleports behind her <laughs> And does not get hit by this yo-yo thing. Like, if you're swinging it all the way around you, shouldn't that be, like, anti-somebody coming up and, like, teleporting behind you? Like, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you're looking yeah, one I way and swinging. The hitbox, <laughs> the hitbox should always be where the fucking body parts are and shit. Yeah. Like, that's the frustrating thing. Well, it almost just I comes across... That we're talking about two specific special moves interacting together that we have problems with. <laughs> yeah, it is ironic. <laughs> I just comes out on I top just... of this. Okay. I just, it's odd to me that, like, he's walking through the ball. Like, I was watching him walk through the ball just because she's facing the other way. It's not hitting him for some reason. That doesn't make any sense. And there's also been some janky times where I've swung Scarecrow's chain and it clearly would have hit the person, but, like, it just doesn't. Like, I, there's been some of those moments too. But, anyways, not to derail the conversation, keep going. I, the last complaint I have is, um,. I mean, I, I don't want to say Deadshot, but just some strange design decisions in this game. Um, I feel like we should probably address Deadshot. Can we I just say Deadshot? Deadshot's a fucking problem. I, I think he is a problem. I'm, um, I'm sitting here and I'm mocking myself three weeks ago. I don't think he has the tools, guys. <laughs> SpongeBob version of Shad. 
I don't think he's got the Tuesday. <laughs> I was to off. be absolutely fair, 16-bit told us, I think his exact words were like, high risk, low reward. The fuck? <laughs> no, no the, there's nothing low about those rewards at all. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I just, there's I, nothing high risk about him. You just get full screen and they can't get to you ever. <laughs> Because even when they block, you're building meter, and then you can just keep them locked the fuck down. And it's not just the zoning, it's... It's not just the zoning, he has a really good wake-up with the high knee, and as Temp pointed out, what was it, is, it's his down, it's his, his low back overhead. one, it, it's negative 13, but it works outside of sweep distance. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it startup is 13, and then when you hit with it, I think it's negative 1. And that's assuming you don't go into the... It's, it's negative one if you go into the chain combo. I believe it's negative six if you do just the back one. I'm checking now. But regardless, those are both stupid. <laughs> so if you do just the back one, you, you, can, you can confirm attacks at sweep distance. Yeah. And it's negative one. If you do the back one, two, uh, then it's still negative one. Because here's and your... It, it, Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Well, it, just, it hits low overhead. So you have a 13-frame startup, safe low overhead that works at footsie range. I would give this to a zoner. I just don't understand it. It's just, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just rough. I mean, that's that's basically how all your matches against Deadshot are going to go, is he's going to zone as much as he can, which is understandable. That's the character. Got it. And then as soon as you work your ass off to get in, you're either getting high need, or if you knock him down, you're getting high need, and then he's going to immediately go into the low overhead, low overhead, low overhead, and just fuck with you for a while until you're able to finally block it, and then you're being pushed back again and zoned again. And it's just... Get whether Scarecrow. Scarecrow's got no wake-up. Scarecrow could use that move. <laughs> and Put in a match where Scarecrow just straight-up fires wheel skeletons from Dark Souls at lightning speed. buffs. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, whether the character's broken or not, like to me, that's just that's just not an enjoyable experience on either behalf. I don't want to play the character because to me that sounds like a very boring experience, and I don't want to face again. I don't want to play against the character because that just sounds like a very frustrating experience. So that's just to me a lose lose matchup in the sense that I don't think anybody's gaining anything out of that matchup other than if you really like just being an asshole and playing that character, then hey, you're going to have a good time. But if you're trying to play a competitive match against your friend and have like a set where you're have an intense set, there's nothing intense about that matchup. It's a one way ticket to one person being incredibly frustrated and the other person just being a dick. Like, that's just how I view that matchup. Anyways, I mean, that that could be me in my own little island, and that's fine. I will be in my own bitter island, but to me, that's just not... not no, I feel that way too, pretty much. That's not that's not a character I want to go up against, not a character I want to play. It's just not an experience that I want to spend my time on. Like, yeah, maybe your dead shot's better than anything I can throw at you, and kudos to you, but, like, even if you're doing well with that character and you're really great at that character, at the end of the day, you're playing a character that just doesn't seem fun. Unless your idea, I mean, go play a shooting game if you want to do that. Like, go play a shooter if you want to play purely try and shoot people from a distance, and that's it. Like, that to we'll me is why I play first person shooters. We'll work around it. It sucks now, but it's like the first fucking year of MVC, too. When you couldn't enter an arcade without hearing Viper Beam, Viper Beam, Hyper Viper Beam, Viper Beam, Viper Beam. 
Viper Beam. It's Cable all over again. And people found ways to deal with Cable. We'll find ways to deal with Deadshot, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I just I don't understand the design. I also think he's probably, like, number four in the game right now. I think he's very good. But I, I think... Here's the thing. Like, I just don't believe a zoner should have those kind of offensive options. Uh, if, I were, if it were up to me, I would leave all the zoning intact and just nerf his back one and maybe nerf a little bit of his uh, chain combo damage. Because his damage is actually comparable to Beetle's. Like, I don't know why Beetle... I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I think Beetle... I, I have a much higher opinion of Beetle now. But um, I just don't understand it. I feel like if his zoning is that good, uh, then when I finally get in, I should be your new stepfather. You yes, live in my house yes, now. Exactly. That's the way it should be. <laughs> and I agree so, wholeheartedly with that. Like, I'm not trying to come off like I don't like zoning at all. It's just why is it that that's the whole matchup is you're zoning. And then all of a sudden when you like if you burn a bar of meter to roll in, you should be you should have the advantage over that character. And I don't think Deadshot's up close game is that weak when somebody finally works in. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. No, why? you just. Every what? time I've managed to like get the meter burn roll off, I just get pushed right back. Because then he does not TX, and it's fucking... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, if I sound bitter, I promise you I'm not. I just don't get, though, why he has a sweep range, low overhead, at 13 frames, but Beetle has a standing, non-projecting 15-frame mid that goes into another mid. I just I don't understand that. I, I feel I feel like there was some miscommunication here among the designers. I don't I guess the reason why Beetle's so um honest, I don't think he's a bad character. I think that actually is pretty good to be honest with you. I think the reason he's so honest is because they wanted people they wanted to see what people would do with the flight. So and I'm I'm in that camp. I want to see what people do with the aerial options. Maybe he is really good. We just can't see it yet. Um Did did you have to say honest? Because I'm sitting here going Man, everyone is just throwing garbage at this character that I really want to play and is now apparently <laughs> ultra broken. And now I can't put my cursor over that character or I'm human gutter trash. I don't, like, I can't I don't do know it. about that. Guilt, guilt is a factor that prevents me from playing a character I was looking forward to now. Does that mean I have a cause I'm Canadian? I, I, I think there's someone dirtier than Deadshot. I don't... I, Column A, little column B. <laughs> I'm kind of with you there, Shad, and I feel similar about Fate. Not that he's even remotely to that level that Deadshot is, but like, I feel like if you want to play a good Fate, you got to use those fucking little orbs like nonstop to fuck with people. And like, I just, to me, that doesn't sound like a fun experience once again, which is a shame because I do. I'm eventually going to learn Fate regardless and bust them out. But like. I guess that's just not the experience I want from it. I don't want to just sit in a corner throwing orbs nonstop. Even with Katana, I didn't use her fans like nonstop and then make you fucking like fan, 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 fan. I throw a couple fans and then we're going to do some footsie games. To me, I guess the footsies is where I have a good time at. And I mean, the closest I've come to that is Kenshi and Kenshi's completely different than a dead shot or shit like that. So I don't know. But anyways. What else? Did, you had character breakdowns, right? I do, yeah. Um, do you, how many do you want me to go over? Well, do you want me to start with Beetle and just work with however much time we got left? Yep, yep. Okay, uh, one of them I already went over. Um, well, I don't know do why. That. What's up? I'm just going to like get out a really quick beef I have animation-wise. Sure, yeah. Dear NRS, there is no reason to have your character get up and then stumble down again. 
I yeah, think we've talked the, about this before. Yeah, yeah Razor's been seriously that fucking awkward. Yeah, that's like, I, dumb. They bounce one time less than they did in the first game, but they still <laughs> fucking do it. Like, we know you're NRS, but that does not mean that we believe that the characters are dead at the end of a round. It's okay to just let them <laughs> lie there after they've been brought into orbit and thrown down onto the ground. We understand. <laughs> in fact, that makes much more sense. Thank you. Yeah, it's like the announcer says, like, Poison Ivy is dead. <laughs> and she's never coming back. I like, know, it doesn't happen. She's never coming back. <laughs> I love that now, because it's a blatant lie. Like, what happens if I pick Ivy for the next fight? <laughs> just off the select screen, it's gone. Not coming and back. Never. The, uh, the atrocitous one where he just, like, kind of barrels towards you, and the meter burn version is, like, 20 punches over and over again and she brother I going stop it stop it he is already <laughs> dead <Please> stop <laughs> but, but yeah beetle um I think beetle's pretty cool uh, his damage is a little better I I think the character feels better I was having this problem in the beta where I could not I could not link his jump in two into his standing one. I couldn't do it. I don't know what the fuck I was doing wrong. Now I can do it like consistently all the time. Like I tell all my friends about it. It's great. Um, <laughs> the other good things, and I want like I'm trying to be positive because I love, 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 love this game. It's just I, I feel like talking positive just doesn't get as much done at the end of the day. Um, but the po positivity, um, his is a regular. I don't even think he has any expression of his shield, but the vanilla. Uh, stance shield is negative four. So he can basically, as long as he doesn't whiff, and as long as he doesn't get jumped over, he can do that almost as much as he wants. Uh, it's a very, very good footsie tool. Um, I don't think it brings him into any dangerous territory just because you're, you're not going to shield somebody to death. Not in a game with, like, meter burn back three. Uh, that shield's only going to get you so far, but it's still a very useful tool. And, and it's a great way to check the opponent without putting yourself at risk at all. So that's really cool. I think Beetle's very fascinating in that regard. Um, uh, let's see. Other cool things. Um, hard to say anything that I haven't, you know, mentioned already. I guess when, the, the final really cool thing I'll say is that I was bitching and moaning about him throwing the character full screen whenever he got an opportunity. It's like, oh, man, finally. I, I was able to, you know, to rush down and land, you know, a conversion. And my conversion ends with me throwing the, the character full screen. So I have to do all that all over again. I don't necessarily think that's the case anymore. Uh, you don't have to necessarily do that. What I recommend is you use your uh, back one restand if you can set it up. It's not it's not the easiest thing to do, but if you set it up, uh, that'll give you a lot of good mix-up options. Or, you know, the damage is solid enough where I don't necessarily mind doing the back, th uh, the back forward three anymore. I, I think with the damage I get, it's respectable now. Um, and, and even the, the command throw... It's actually great for the corner because the if you're in trade, I almost always am. You're going to throw them out of the corner if you try to end with your damage ender. So if you end with you know two one command throw, you throw them in the corner and they have to guess on a meter burn uh, overhead or they have to guess on a on a back two um, into the Baraka blades. I I think he's really cool. I think he's a great character. Stuff I don't like. Uh, he just doesn't get much on a down one. If he lands a down one, so the fuck what. Uh, the cool thing about his down one is it's got great range and traits, but you let him, I mean, I think he gets thir he's plus 13 frames. Well, if I want, usually you want to do a mid attack. If you know that you're at advantage, you want to do your mids. My, my fastest mid 
that's safe is uh, my 2-1. That's 15 frame startup. So usually I get hit by a down one after I land a down one. Uh, I'm experimenting with some other stuff where I do a, a neutral jump two on wake up, which has its own risks. But uh, you can do some fun stuff once you land that uh, that neutral jump two because then you can go into two one. And then you're at, I think, plus four. And then they have to guess if you're going to do a uh, back two into rocket blades or if you're going to you know dash forward and throw. So there's a lot of cool mind games there. Um, I just uh, just... I think he's just a really honest character. I think he's cool. I think he's actually got some. Yeah. I don't think he's honest at all. I think he's a lie. He's the second <laughs> time in a row not. NRS have trolled Baraka fans. <laughs> hey, here's Baraka. Nope, it's a fucking alien. <laughs> is actually will Baraka. never be interesting. Here's what we <laughs> could do with him, but we won't. <laughs> I just I feel so bad for the Baraka fans out there. They're I getting like they want, but not term. really. <laughs> I will say one more negative thing about Beetle. Uh, one of the most interesting things about him is his flight cancels. But unless you get a jump in, you can't set it up without doing 1-3. And St- Beetle standing 1 is a high. So if you want to do anything interesting with those cancels, you got to land that high attack first. And, I mean, the fact is, I mean, I guess his back two is scary enough where he can make people stand. But that just it's just a game of you know that I know that you know that I know. So that, I think just, <laughs> it's a lot of layers. It's like when Big D was trying to say that fucking Ermac shitty down three was good because everyone thought it was shitty. No one expected him to cancel it in the fucking uh, Teleslam. Okay, sure. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I, I don't, when you, are I going to a ranked match? I don't assume my opponent knows anything about my character's properties, especially since really no one's playing Beetle but me as far as I can tell. Um, even Redman's dabbling, but I haven't seen him really do a whole lot with the character yet. I hope that changes. Uh, Redman had an interesting beat on the demo. Okay, but yeah, I think he's got a lot of options. I think that he's everything in the kitchen sink, but toned down. He's a true jack-of-all-trades. Um, I just, I hate the switching. Um, when I have to do it. I don't mind the switch stance. I just, I wish I could carry it from round to round. But even that's better. Even that is a praise because they did, they gave me what I asked for. They gave me, uh, you know... Less duration frames in the, in, the, in the trade stance, so I am pretty happy with that. Has everyone else talked about their mains? As because I, I, as everyone, have you gone over Ivy Cyborg? Have you gone over gone over Scarecrow Shadowloo? Razor, yeah, have you gone over the, whoever you're using these days? I'm, I think it's going to be a trust of him. <laughs> huh. Scarecrow. I'm considering letting him go, or at least making him a distant secondary main. We'll see once Jason comes out. Like he's almost the character i really need him to be but not quite he's just he's so high risk and i can't complain about that fact just that i don't particularly play very risky gameplay i like to take it safe and i like to zone which is why i'm gonna be big on giving him those projectile crows i don't hate him but i just think he might need a little bit of work through a patcher for me before i can really make him my own interesting okay yeah I mean, for me, like, I know, like, the entire lead-up to the game coming out, I was all like, I want to find someone who's good at Rushdown. I want to be Catwoman. I want to be Cheetah, maybe. And and it ended up being, like, if you know anything about me and who my favorite comic book characters are, the most predictable, too. It's going to be Hal and Atrocitus. <laughs> That's actually awesome, because I don't think you've ever used one of your actual favorite characters in gameplay in a game to, to date. <laughs> like, I think yeah, you used Jackson K9, and, like, and I you used a Liu Kang in MKX. What's up? I never main Sub-Zero, but for once I'm maining my favorites, so... <laughs> well, don't main them now. Don't main Sub-Zero now. This is not the time, so... <laughs> Give it some breathing room. Yeah, no. 
Okay, yeah. I like that. We need an Atrocitus. What's up, Cyborg? I was just going to say, Ivy, I mean, I feel like I've talked a bunch about her, but she was really rough at first. Like I said, the first night or two, I was really struggling with her. I think it's because I was trying to play her more zoner heavy than I was Rushdown. And now it's the opposite. Now I use Rushdown mainly and then switch to zoning if I feel like I need to do that to... I have the life lead or something, and... Well, it's not even that. Zoning's more of a backup plan if my rushdown's not going well, so... And even that, it's not like a, a main strategy. I'll zone just for a little bit to get some damage off of it, and then I'll go back in for more blood, so to speak. And I'm just having a blast with her. Like I said, honestly, some of the most fun I've ever had in a fighting game. I feel like I've done better with her than I do with just about any other character in a game. Um, I'm actually competing with you and Redman, so that's saying something when I can... Yeah, you're you're dangerous. Like, we can't sleep. I mean, we've never been able to sleep on But, like, the the later months of MKX that, like, you were you were getting very dangerous, and now um, I can't really even use my secondaries against you. I, I actually don't know how my beetle would bear against your IV, but I, I pretty much have to use Lantern if I want to, uh, you know, hold on to the life lead. It's It's a very hard matchup. Champ, yeah, no. the notion that Beetle is your secondary makes me feel very, very happy about those five straight matches last night. You bogged me. <laughs> no, he's. Oh yeah, he's I, I, I. To be clear. <laughs> to be clear, how I'm Jordan just going to go over in this corner over here now. <laughs> but you're don't my voice. Stop it. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as Ivy goes, like I said, I I have very little complaints about the character. Like I said, I wish the I'm with Shad in that I wish the the yo-yo thing was easier to use in terms of her moveset and incorporated in her moveset better. I wish she just had, I wish she didn't sacrifice completely all of her mobility. Give me something to toy around with, with it. Uh, I still managed to have some fun with it though. Um, I'd like a wake up, but it's not absolutely needed. I mean, obviously I'll take it if I can get it. Uh, but overall, yeah, I'm, this is not a character where I'm like screaming, give me buffs, give me buffs, give me buffs. Or I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm forcing myself to play her. This is, a very positive because I went into the game not knowing what to expect from her. And this is, yeah, this is like the first time in a while I've gone into the game and actually played the character I wanted to play. And tor and for the longest time, it was going to be Fate first and Ivy second. But close to the release, it was more Ivy first because nobody else was playing Ivy in our circle. And so I'm not going to, I'm going to choose to set aside my main with Fate because Redman's playing Fate. Brusk is playing Fate. Ishii's playing Fate. Fate's being played by a lot of people in our group, so there's no real reason for me to play Fate so much. But Ivy, nobody else is really playing her, thankfully, because I'm with you. I don't want to play a character that everybody else in our group is playing. I at least want some Definitely. variety there, and just for the sake of seeing more characters played. Plus, Ivy's a character I had on my wish list as well. She's a character that I definitely wanted in this game and a character that I like in general. So I could not be happier with her. And I've been super, super excited, having a lot of fun with her and Scarecrow and just having a great time. She's a ton of fun. She's not like... She's kind of like Katana in a sense that she can do both the mid-range game. Like she has a lot of normals that reach quite a bit and she can keep people on their toes and reach people... Um, she can really get in on folks, especially with her forward three, has a lot of distance to it. Um, and she has some great mix-up combos for once. Like That is one thing Katana never had that 
I really felt like, man, I was at a disadvantage when a lot of other people had low overhead mix-ups and I, Katana just did not have that. She had some lows, but she didn't have any overheads in her combos. And now I finally do, and it's working wonderfully for me. I can actually do corner pressure for once in my life. <laughs> like I've never <laughs> been able to keep somebody in the corner when I finally get them there. It's basically free for them to step back out. And yet on the complete flip side, I always have to work my ass off to get out of the corner because I'm not good at getting out of the corner. Um, with Ivy, it's the complete opposite. I mean, I still have to work my ass off to get out of the corner, but when I get somebody in the corner, I can actually keep them in the corner to a reasonable amount of time and make them suffer, so to speak. So yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast with her and having a ton of fun and it's, it's healthy to mix it up with some scarecrow. Cause I don't feel like, I don't feel like every time I play Ivy, it's like putting that glove back on and it's great. Um, giggity. And yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Basically, I wear I a glove wanna... every time I play. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> that's what uh, I said. That's what I gathered from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the appropriate message to take from that. She is very it's interesting, one though. She... Love, too. <laughs> this is just <laughs> oh, that is horrible invocations. Huh. <laughs> but yes, um, she plays a lot like I imagine Lee May would have played had Lee May been in. MKX. Um, good mid-range offense, great pressure strings, and maybe not like Ivy zoning, but some sort of zoning tool that she would have had from uh, Deception. I, I think that's very appropriate to what Lee May would have been like. I think Ivy's really cool. Um, I, I've, I'm having so much fun right now with the characters I have chosen, and I see no need to play her, so if I play her, it'll be way down the line. Um, but okay, um... Uh, Interesting. So we got Scarecrow, we got Ivy, and we got part of Atrocis. Uh, Gameplay-wise, was there anything doing it for you, Razor? For like... Um, well, I find what I really like about Atrocitus is that the, uh, the Blood Tornado is easy for punishing zoners, and he's got good pressure. And I find what's really working for me is the fact that one of his combos starts with a low, and he's got a lot of strings. And yes. he can zone really good. How can, with meter, how can do everything. It's yeah, how a... yes. has all the tools. The one thing I would like him to have is something that is an unlockable move in the game. I want that, that turbine thing from the first game back, because he needs, like, I feel like he needs a raid in charge. But I think that, needs a strong word, like, but okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say needs a raid in charge. I would say I want a raid in charge. Fair, yeah. I, I, I could, I could, I think that's absolutely fair. Um, my opinion of Green Lantern was very negative before the game came out, and now my opinion of Green Lantern is very positive before the game came out, or now that the game is out. So, um, I, although some of my visual critiques are still kind of there, but I think from a gameplay design, he's a very smartly designed character. I think some of the stuff he can do is really cool. I never really paid attention to his normals before. I love his back three. It's very DC superhero. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I look forward to talking about that more in the Warrior Shrine. Uh, just a word of warning, I don't think Deadshot's the best in the game. And I think there's a lot of really good characters who no one is talking about. Well, so. Black Adam is quite honestly frightening. Black Adam's very good, yes. He was he's one of them for, for sure. Say Black yeah. Adam and Aquaman. Deadshot Yes, he's another one. Deadshot is annoying. I don't fear him. I just expect to lose and I'm like meh about it. The ones I actually fear are like Adam or Aquaman and Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, um 
I think there's one character that's no that no one is talking about. I think Deadshot's number four. I think one and two are Black Adam and uh, Aquaman. I think number three, honest to God, is Batman. I think Batman is extremely good in this game. Um, and we're going to see it soon. I think, you know, that's coming. I think Batman's incredibly strong. Um, he is the Kaiser Sose of Injustice 2. I don't think he's better than Black Adam. I don't, I, he's probably not better than Aquaman, but I think he's very good. I can see that. I've been playing a lot of Batman, and he, he feels great. Like... I was so bummed out with the way Batman played in Injustice 1 and in MK versus DC. He just didn't feel like Batman somehow. And now it feels like I'm doing things Batman would do. It's tight, right? I, I love him. I He's know it's the same way. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's just kind of a bit more of a stylish feel about the guy this time through. And I'm not going to lie. I have been considering him. He is my tertiary character right now. Yeah, I had fun with him in story mode, and he was my main in Injustice 1, so I definitely would uh, consider playing him down the road. You know what I really like about Batman? I like I like his, his back 1-1-2, that really big, like, haymaker punch he ends with, that, like, puts your face down to the ground. Yeah. You can practically hear the pow sound effect, or the biff. I mean, <laughs> there, there are a lot of things, obviously, we did, like, a two-hour review about how much I didn't, like... BVS, but that punch is in that movie and it's like the coolest thing. <laughs> was his throw the same as it was in Injustice 1? Uh, I don't think so. Because the new one's badass. Like, I yeah, don't I know how that. I would have missed yeah. that. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I think it's the same throw from MK versus DC and they changed it for Injustice 1, but I could be wrong about that. Mm. I think, yeah, he had something like that in MK versus DC. It's better animated now, though. Yeah. All right. Anything else you guys wanted to cover before we give this game a rating and kind of wrap it up? Uh, no, I think the really. game feels too fast to points. Am I just old? My reflexes uh, slowing down. Yeah, I've I've had a little bit of that problem. It's just reaction speed going down with age. I think. I like Boy. it. Honestly, I do. <laughs> I've never felt like MK. Like I. I always said MKX felt amazing to me being able to run, but I've gotten so used to this. Like I don't feel like I feel and I often suffer from that where I feel like things are just moving too quickly. I think that's why I sucked at fighting games for the longest time. It's just because I can't keep up with it. But this game, I don't know. It feels really, really like well paced to me. I don't know, man. For me, this one and Injustice one. I, I'm not sure what it is. I just they they they, they both feel really, really quick and. I acclimated to MKX, and I haven't quite done it with this yet. I might still be able to. I don't know. I'm just, I think sometimes I just, like, stuff happens, aka Aquaman, and I'm like, how, how, where did that come from? I didn't even. I see have it. I have a lot of that too, and it's one of the reasons. Like, like I love the game. All of my major complaints with the game are not things they can fix. They're things that are core to the difference between Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like. I just, I like MK better because of, like, holding a button to block and because of, like, being able to break combos. And and you just, like, that's never going to be a part of Injustice, and I have to accept that. But the, the thing about a block button is that it does make give you a little more leeway on your reaction speed. Well, I'm not alone in that. It's, it's not much of a problem that I have with Street Fighter, per se. It's just that... I guess that with the overall speed in the game plus the back button, it's it does feel yeah. tougher to react to things sometimes. I've, 
I've, I've had matches where I'm like, if this was MK, I'd have like punished that teleport punch with a 30% combo by now. But instead, I just jabbed him out of the air because I'm a dumbass. Yeah, like I just, I just feel it's part me and part the difference between Injustice and MK. I, do, I don't feel as safe, and I'm, I, I like a more defensive game better, I guess. But I, I'm not complaining about Injustice. I am having fun with the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you on that. I just, you know, wanted to see if anyone else felt like that. AKA. Old. I know, I know. Temp loves this because he's always like he hates combo breakers. He wants, <laughs> he wants it to be 100% skill, and I want to be yeah. out of everything at every time. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, um, I, that's probably my unofficial complaint. My the last item on my list. I don't like the. I don't like being able to meter out of combos. I, I, I think it's worse in this game because, A, wager. It's like, oh, I want to spend my meter and do damage. Oh, shit, that's right. I have to wager the next round. Stop. Although they do give you a lot of meter. They're very liberal well, with meter. Well, wager game. has always been obnoxious because it's not a combo breaker. Like, if you don't have any meter, you're still going to get bodied. Yeah. Yep. I just, I, just, I don't know. I, I hate that. In this game, I feel like if you have two bars of meter... I have to purposely drop my combos or I could potentially be punished. I miss fighting games where if I had a setup and it worked, I could do damage to you. What the fuck ever happened to that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old school, but uh, I, I, it doesn't ruin the game like, for me by any means. I feel like there is a giant difference in skill between you and me that I need some kind of handicap. <laughs> and that's what, that's what like a combo once, picker is. It lets me it starts make up for the fact that I'm not able to juggle and other people are. Yeah, well, I, I think if you pick the right character, like, you could very, very quickly bridge that gap, dude. I think if you start using Aquaman and did nothing but up tentacle, it would be a yeah. long fucking day. Yeah, but then I'd be playing Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, I'm not gonna, is, is, is that or Deadshot worse? Honestly, now I'm gonna say Dead. I'm gonna say Aquaman's worse just because Deadshot has a shirt. So yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, temp, temp. In response to where did that go, the be having the assets and getting the damage. I hate to say it, but the answer is complaints, you know? Like thirty yeah. percent doesn't like you and not you know and I know thirty percent is a fair amount of damage. We're used to that kind of stuff. And some people see thirty percent and they're like, that's not fair. That's that's way too much to us. That's no, I'm not gonna say chicken bee, but that's that's acceptable. That's normal. Well, you know, oh, we yes. are long beyond the days of MK2, where if you mashed high punch five times, half of your health bar. Was... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about Injustice. Injustice Two is so dangerous. Like Poison Ivy, for example, once her traits out, the game basically shuts down. I'm like, man, that's it's really good. Nice. But that's the beauty of Injustice Two. I feel like every character has one thing that's too good. And it creates this awesome synergy. This is such a good game. Yeah, it's so I good. Feel, so, like, my, my complaint with Ivy's Yoshi isn't that it's unfair. It's that if it can go automatic, Dexter should be able to go automatic. <laughs> too. I thought Dexter oh, was automatic. I didn't know that. No, no, you have to it's press really buttons weird. to make Dexter do things. But I mean, there's but, give and take. I mean, Dexter doesn't go away if you get hit and so on and so yeah, forth. So. That's true. But like, I like them both. I think they both should stay forever. I hope no one gets nerfed right now. If if you're gonna if you're gonna have the Yoshi be that good, let me punch it like I can punch Gargos' guys <laughs> in, in Killer Instinct. <laughs> like it can take more than one punch, but I want to punch it. Well, that Yoshi can take a punch. 
<laughs> Not the first time I've had the urge to punch a Yoshi, let me tell you. I we never like fuck the you. Our fuck famous you. <laughs> Movie Yoshi was superior. What? Fuck the dinosaur, bitches. No. Stop. You're That's saying crazy things right now. <laughs> Not even. I, mean, I don't think movie Yoshi's bad. I think the Dennis Hopper Yoshi scene is actually one of the stronger scenes in that movie. Yeah, it's like the only thing that reminds me of the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also the only time part of the movie where it doesn't feel like parody. It's the only time I actually feel like I'm watching a story that takes itself seriously and yeah. everything else just kind of... Well, mushrooms, I've always, yeah. I've always said, like, my favorite scene in the Mario Brothers movie is the beginning because it plays the video game theme. And then it's just setting you up for disappointment because you're like, I remember that thing. Well, I'm glad you recognize it. You won't recognize it. No, <laughs> we're making a cyberpunk movie. It happens to have You're talking about the beginning of the movie, not the dinosaur animated cartoon that they start no, the movie no, off the, with. Okay, yeah. It plays a few notes before that starts. Because <laughs> that was confusing. Even as like a, I think a six-year-old child, I was like, what the fuck is that? Anyway. <laughs> so uh, ratings, does everyone got theirs locked and loaded? Man, I'm having so much fun just like this is I I start making people's outfits as oh, loadouts when I'm bored and like Sorry. Dude. Just now to play Dr. Scarecrow Epic Head. Fucking A. Sorry. Son well, that kind of fits into what Cyborg was saying. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Good job, dude. I'm, I'm happy for you, dude. Came in a gold box if that helps. Asshole, you in a gold kills box no less. You always get everything good. Yeah, dude, I'm so happy for you. I have that. <laughs> I've had that for a few days. Fuck you! See, I got the see, I got the jacket. I got the shit that like hangs down everywhere, like the straight jacket. If it if it makes you feel better, I can't use it. My scarecrow's not high enough level. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel better at all. But um, I can. Anyways, I'm uh, I'm see right now. I'm like making Catwoman's outfit like how I want it to be, even though I'm not playing her. And damn, like. This game just makes me want to play characters just because it's fun designing like how they look. Like I have all of my Ivy loadouts completely set, same with Scarecrow. I have themes to everyone, and like I enjoy switching the costumes just for that very reason. It is so fun. Like like I said, I'm spending time designing characters. Like I put together a Blue Beetle. I put together uh, Catwoman characters that I, I may never even play. But I just the the costumes and the models look so damn good, and I love using the shaders and all that shit. So I'm, I am loving it. Um, yeah, and it's just tremendous. So I've been having a lot of that experience too, where I'm like making costumes, and then I'm like, I want to play this so I can actually look at the costume. In the game. Yeah, exactly. I just want to play characters so I can look at them. You ever just look at it? Um, like I was never going to play Bane, and then I'm like, man, now I want to use Bane. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's a lot of that, and I do want to point this out as well. One thing that all of us have failed to mention that is nice, I mean, we mentioned it in passing, but how awesome is it, the the AI aspect, where you can set your character to play, and you can just keep pressing X when it's time to move on? I, like, that I got three Joker it. levels during this whole thing. They need to have that <laughs> at all times now, going forward. With MK, with Injustice, it needs to be a thing, because... It's one of those things that you didn't know you wanted till it's there. And now that it's there, I never want to live without it because when I'm doing something else, when I'm working on something, when I'm uh, eating, when I'm taking a shower, whatever the fuck I'm doing, I can have the controller there with me. And then just every minute or two, I just press X a couple times, move on, and I have no idea what's going on. And then when I get back to the game, I just check, hey, what armor did I get? Like, what's new for the character that I was playing? So on and so forth. And 
to me, that's fantastic, and I never want that to go away. That's just one of those things that's just tremendous. It bumps the game up like a point five for me, just based on that aspect alone. It's just, like I said, it's just a nice inclusion. God damn, does Catwoman look so damn good in this purple and black? Fuck, now I'm going to have to play <laughs> Catwoman sometime. Anyways, yeah, we can go ahead and give our ratings and wrap this up. So, um, yeah, what's everybody? everybody Solid having? nine. Nine from you. Nine from me. My inability to play this game effectively currently does not have any bearing on the quality of the game. It is not perfect, but it is a hell of a lot of fun. And if you can still live that lifestyle, you can play a game for hours and hours on end of the day. God, I envy you. Then this is for you. It is up your alley. Highly recommended. Why is it throwing fifteen deadshot rifles at me? <laughs> okay, I, I have so many. And I can't tell the difference between them because it's like, oh, this one has another clip. This one has another scope. And I'm like, ah, I don't know which I want to use because I can't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they just keep first world problems. I, I'm like, if I delete this one, what happens if I decide I did want it? <laughs> <laughs> what happens? I can't. It's I'm a hoarder. This is problematic for me. <laughs> I tend to like. I'm looking for I'm looking to I'm looking to like leaving my stuff at. Roughly half full inventory. Yeah, that's what I usually do. Yeah, I have everything at about 60-some pieces of gear. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll do this, and maybe I'll do that, so I don't want to delete everything, but... <laughs> Alright, um, for me, I would rate the game... I've been bouncing around between a 9 and 9.5, and I think I'll give it a 9.5. I think they deserve it, just from how good the story is compared to what they've done in the past the models facial animations the the cinematics look fantastic to the gameplays never felt better in my the character models have never felt better the um they got a lot of stuff right with like the guilds and shit like that and the gear feels great and yeah there's certain things that they could improve upon but it's all like it's all stuff that they could easily fix if they want to. It's nothing that's like detrimental. This isn't like online is broken. The net code is shit. It's not stuff that it's like, oh my God, it's going to take some work to fix. It's just little things that would make the quality of the game and the ease of use and navigation better. So yeah, they, they answered a lot of my complaints from MKX. Just the roster in general is fantastic. Like I, this is the best roster, in my opinion, they've ever done in terms of how many characters I actually enjoy on the roster and asked for. And that goes across like for all of us, it seems like, because we all got a lot of what we asked for in terms of the roster. So yeah, I'm going to go 9.5. I think they deserve it every bit. I think a 9 seems fair for me. I mean, I might be withholding that 0.5 because I'm not as good at the game, but... <laughs> And that's probably not fair, but still, nine nine is a it's still a really good score, you know. You don't have to you don't have to like defend a nine. Temp's about to throw down like a seven here, and he's gonna fucking well, like, it's, a, it's solid. It's seven is good. Maybe own. maybe maybe Finland guy will give us one less thumbs down if I apologize. You know. <laughs> there you go. God, now I got a. Are there netherrealm offices in Finland? Have you ever checked that? <laughs> that would be great. Hmm. Oh, it's Catwoman. <laughs> Catwoman looks so good. Not creepy. Outfit. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Temp, you're, you're last here. Well, I'm a bit scrambled because I was going to give the game an A, but then Shadaloo said 9, so now I'm all fucking mindfucked. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say 9.5. Yeah, I think why does fair, give it a, like, I like giving it a 9 mindfuck you. 
You you can't well, because I thought I was I was thinking chat, letters. Chat hates everything. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I just I, I don't was... hate everything. I think <laughs> everything is terrible. <laughs> no, you, I'm right there with it. it. Don't have to defend it. Anyways, no, I, you were I, saying it's, it's an extremely good game. Um, I'm trying to learn as many characters as I can, and with mostly success. Um, I can't wait to the Warriors trying where I can actually talk about every character individually. Um, I enjoyed all the matches. Everyone's pretty even leveled. Um, God, there's just so much possibility in this game. It's a very open game. I mean, nothing will be as open as Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but there's just a lot of stylistic possibility. Um, yeah, the gear, a lot of the bonus stuff, like, I could take it or leave. The shaders I really like, but I still think there's room for improvement. I haven't found a Batman shader that I really like yet. Uh, but just, it, it doesn't matter, because I, I love playing the game. So with all the problems, I just, I fucking love playing the game. Like, I'm at work, I'm like, I, like, I want to play Injustice right now, and I can't do that. So, um, just very good stuff. I It also looks beautiful. I mean, part of the reasons why I love fighting games is because it's a marriage of art and skill. I love that. I love finding something artistic and then immersing myself into it, and then creating a logical association with it, you know? That's why I play tournaments, because I want to be the best smoke player. Um, and when the game looks this beautiful, you really love your characters. You, I mean, they're you hold all your characters very close to your heart. And I bet, I bet this goes double for you guys, since y'all have found gear that you really treasure. So, great game. Fantastic. 9.5. I'm so happy with it. And, and, I mean, contrast that with how I felt when they announced the game. It's like a Christmas fucking miracle. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think we were all in that, especially in Shadowloo's case. We were all... Oh, yeah. you got to remember, a 10, a 10 score means the game would have to make me seriously consider dropping my job, quitting, <laughs> staying at home, <laughs> winding up with a beard, a puddle of vomit next to me, well, uh, dying in my own fluids. That's what a perfect game is. That's the definition of a 10. <laughs> don't want to do anything else but ever play that game for the rest of your life. Every gamer only gets a couple of tens, to be honest with themselves, in my life, in, in their lifetime. I agree. The only way this game could possibly be a ten is if it was comparatively better to my favorite fighting games ever made. Like it would have to be like you know, I, I love Soul Calibur. I'm thinking I can never play Soul Calibur again. I have this now. That's the only way you can conceivably get a ten for me. I keep this in perspective. If a game like this had existed when I was a kid, I mean, obviously, you know, impossible, but I would be so excited by the prospect of playing all these characters in a fighting game. I'd be walking around donkey punching people in the streets out of joy. Bam! What the fuck? Bus right now. So what you're saying is it's a good thing this isn't a 10 for everyone else's safety. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Good, good job, Nether Roman, not making it too good. <laughs> no <Yeah>. Problem. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think you really got to put in perspective. We were really down on it when it was announced, and that's probably because Injustice One was a six. Like this is a huge goddamn jump. Well, it wasn't just that. I think it was MKX fatigue, and that we all were. There was a lot of disappointments. Not that MKX was a bad game by any means. It was more just there was a lot of things that we were disappointed by, be it the DLC, the starting roster, certain aspects of the game, the story. Not. I mean, I still expect. I I feel like there are two different NRSs, one that really really loves comic books and will give us what we want, 
and one that hates Mortal Kombat fans. And it's like, oh, you like Fujin? Fuck you, I don't like Fujin. MK4 was a mistake. And, but I'm an MK4 fan! Are you sure that this yeah. is just like Ed Boon we're talking about here? It might be. <laughs> well, you know, like, the, the problem is MKX is not even a bad game. It's just a game that nobody wanted. No one wanted a 50-50 fest. That's just... Yeah, I still, I still I really like MKX. Is still being fucking in love with MKX, its characters, its gameplay. I have no problems with that game, apart from the guest characters. I, I mostly, I mostly love MKX. I mean, all of my, all of my disappointments with MKX are nothing compared to how vehemently I hate MK9. So it's like, it's like, it's like how I loved. Force Awakens. It's not a great movie, but at least it's not the goddamn prequels. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Force Awakens. I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. <laughs> All right, well, let's not go into Can't that tangent. It's a 9.5, just saying. And we're going to wrap up the episode here, and thanks for tuning in, guys. Check out The Warrior Shrine um, whenever that goes up. Not sure. I think they're recording it soon. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Feel free to comment and leave your scores in the comment section or on the Facebook, however you want to do it. Check out the Facebook group if you haven't heard already. It's a closed Facebook group. Ask to join. We'll approve you. Hopefully they expand the guild so we can get more people in. Other than that, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week for episode 68. Adios, folks. I've been unlocking boxes for the past 20 minutes straight. That's <laughs> why it's not a 10. <laughs> and my secret character was harley quinn really yep (laughs) all right yep that was my (laughs) reaction too all right (laughs) see you guys later Outstanding.